Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to episode 11 of uh, Home Away from Dome. You could argue this is episode 12, but the last episode was actually 10 and a half. So this is episode 11 to stay in sync with Under the Dome, episode 11, which is titled Speak of the Devil. Um, who is the devil? Well, it's Maxine. Um, yeah, so let's just dive in. This is going to be a fun one. Home. Away. From. Dome. All right. Good opening. Um, so a lot happens in this episode, uh, and we get some wild stuff going on. We haven't had the dome act, dome acting up in weird ways since, um, I don't know, probably a few episodes. So, (laughs) all right. Uh, the episode starts where last week left off. The children of the dome are all, I guess they slept in the barn again. Um, I don't know. It, yet again, Carol's not coming into this episode, so maybe they just didn't want to go in the house. They're like, is she still there? I don't know. Let's just sleep in the barn. So they sleep in the barn, and <laughs> I don't know. Um, they painted all the constellations onto the wall, um, and then there's four dots, and, and Joe's like, These four stars aren't part of any constellation. I think they're us. How do you know that, Joe? <laughs> you know all the constellations? But anyways, he's like, that must be us. Um, and they all just sort of talk a little bit and get up and go. I don't know. The opening scene, they're just sort of talking. They're trying to figure out who the monarch is. Um, they're back on that train. Uh, for some reason, they're ignoring the monarch butterfly, which is still there. Um, but no, the monarch has to be a person. Like the monarch's a person. Like a king, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, they they think it might be Julia, so maybe they're going to let her back into their secret club. Uh, So Joe goes off to go see her. Another show that I think about when I think about Under the Dome is Breaking Bad. Uh, Breaking Bad, of course, ended right before Under the Dome started. Um, And, you know, it's a famous show, very popular in its day. Um, I liked it. Um, one of the things that they, the writers on that show would do is they would write themselves into a corner and they wouldn't know how they were going to get out of it. Like, they would uh, have Walt get tied up in a back room and then he had to figure out his way out. And by that I mean the writers had to figure their way out. Um, and it was a fun writing style. You had, you had a lot of, like, interesting choices the characters would make. Um, and it, it, it wouldn't be something outlandish like on this show. It would just be like, oh, maybe he, you know, he'll go get a I don't know a power cord from in the room and tie a knot I don't know something like that so I, I, I was sort of wondering how big Jim was going to get out of uh, the situation from last week where Linda said um, come to the station and he was like no I'll come tomorrow morning um, in the end he just came that morning and basically confessed to everything so it was pretty lame he could have done that last night didn't really do anything <laughs> Um, it seems like his big plan was, uh, I'm guilty, but, you know, if it wasn't, I, I'm keeping the lights on in this town. Yeah, we bought propane off the books. And you can thank the Lord that we did. Because right now, in the middle of this nightmare, the lights are on. So go ahead, charge me with conspiracy to keep the lights on. And it's like, okay, Jim, but if, if you had your way, you would have used all that propane to make rapture the mysterious drug from two weeks ago. Like, he didn't do this to save the town. You think I'm a crook? I think I'm on a damn parade. Um, But his real goal is, I'm a bad guy, but Barbie, way worse. He killed Peter Shumway, and probably all those people I killed, that was probably Barbie. 
and Linda's like, oh, interesting. Um, this episode gets a bit sitcom-y, um, just because <laughs> Linda's like, nah, Barbie couldn't do that. Uh, meanwhile, Barbie and Julia, they're still, you know, they're still a little cold. And um, Maxine walks up to the house, shoots Julia when she opens the door, leaves. Barbie runs down the stairs, and he's just like, Linda, are you there? I'm here, Barbie. Julia's been shot. What? Stairs to the door, and somebody shot her. Who? I don't know. <laughs> so Linda, and Big Jim behind her is just like, yeah, it was, it was him. Like, that just fell into Big Jim's lap right there. Very easy. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I found that funny. Um, Barbie and Julia, before Julia got shot by Maxine, point blank at her door. Even though, but as an aside, point blank, uh, right, in, right in the upper chest above the lung, like the perfect shot for TV non-lethal. Um, I, I don't know why Max aimed there. <laughs> but anyway... But yeah, Barbie, um, they're talking, and Julia's just like, how'd you sleep? And he's like, oh, I was lonely. She's like, yeah, me too. Can you take me to the grave that you buried my husband in, the shallow grave? I think that would bring closure. It's like, okay. So that, that's what they were going to do. Um, I think that's a, a, a good lesson for everybody. Um, Under the Dome sort of shows healthy relationships, and I think that if you ever murder your... Uh, your new girlfriend's uh, old husband um, really don't hide it from her like that's really what seems to have caused the majority of the problems with Barbie and Julia be up front show them around the grave show them your cool military corners um, and I, I, th I think that'll help things go smoothly um, you won't have to sleep in separate beds for one night um, but yeah I don't know under the dome it's all about healthy relationships. <laughs> all right, back to our other healthy relationship, Angie and uh, Junior. Um, so they just spent the night together, uh, you know, with Nori and Joe sleeping there because I don't, I don't know why they all slept there. Beats me. <laughs> uh, but Angie's like, "Hey, Junior, do you want some eggs? I can scramble some up. <laughs> Still got chickens." And Junior's just like, "I never thought fate was real, but there was this." plan but now it's undeniable we're together angie angie flips out but you know what yeah don't act normal around this guy he kidnapped you and he does he's not really that sorry about it it seems like <laughs> you know there's like there's sorry and then sorry you got caught junior's sorry because his dad found out um he has such a weird morality. I've never met someone so selfish. It's love, Angie. Uh, Angie basically says, you know, she snaps out of it, and she's like, Junior, I hate you, and if it wasn't for the dome, once the dome comes down, see ya. You're never gonna see me again. And then Junior's like, okay, well, bye. Because, um, you know, Junior wants to be with Angie, and the dome sort of helps with that. Um, if Angie says that she's never going to see him again once the dome goes down, um, then Junior's like, okay, well, I don't want the dome to go down. The thing about Junior is he has a, he had some strengths, you know, physical strength, um, but also determination. Um, <laughs> he's got a, a very strong drive to him, but he's also dumb. Like, you can easily manipulate him. Um and the fact that Angie just decides to lay her cards on the table and say, once the dome's down, I will never see you again, is just... 
it's it's thick enough that Junior notices it. Like it's it's so not smart. Anyway, Junior leaves um, and says, "I'm not going to help you guys," and the dome flips the f out. Uh, it summons a weird tornado. It sort of looks like a hurricane and a tornado combined. Um, you know, like in a movie when you look at like they they have that shot of the tornado forming and touching down. So Under the Dome uses that shot, like, 90 times this episode, except it never actually, like, touches down. It just sort of half gets there, and people in town go, whoa, what is that? What the hell? Hell's right here. Also, there's no way... <laughs> the reactions seem a bit understated, because I don't think the actors understood what they were looking at. Because um, it really is a weird weather thing that doesn't make a lot of sense, but... Anyway... Um, yeah, so th this episode, there's a big storm brewing. Um, what caused it? Was it that Julia got shot? Was it that Junior left the gang? Was it that the dome just was bored? We'll never know. But we'll get some theories. Um, Linda tries to drive to Julia's house to drive her to the hospital. Linda, listen, I can't drive. And keep her from bleeding out at the same time. I need someone to give me a ride right now. Halfway there, she runs out of gas. And then she goes, ah, man, even the police are getting their gas stolen. And then she tries to take somebody's car, and he's like, nah, I don't have gas either. I don't know when that started happening, but uh, it's just another another knock against Linda's authority as a police officer in this town. Um, eventually, DJ Phil drives by. What are you, carjacking me? Phil, I need a ride to Julia. She just got shot. Get in. So they drive off there. Nice of them. Nice of them to go. Also, Philly's doing okay. He's got a sling, but uh, he's working. Well, I don't know if he's working. He wasn't at the radio station. He's driving, so he's not dead yet. Oh, my God. So Maxine meets up with Big Jim, and they're like, uh, Big Jim's like, did you hear Julia got shot? And she's like, yeah, I did. It's like, I know you shot her. And she's like, oh, wow. I figured out why I don't like uh, Maxine. She's basically a toddler with a gun. Like, the thing that really made me think about this is she says this line to uh, Big Jim where she's like, Well, Barbie said the one word a girl hates to hear. No. And that's not what a girl never wants to hear. That's, not, that's what a toddler never wants to hear. And she solves her problems by acting like a cartoonish villain who goes and shoots the person that she doesn't like. And then, I don't know, everything she does is just, like, it makes me think of, sorry, it, I had two epiphanies during this. The first thing that made me think she was a toddler was that, but the second thing, she gave me a very Vincent Adult Man vibe, uh, because she said, I have some business to attend to on Bird Island. Yeah, she always says that. She always says she's, like, a businesswoman. She has business to do. Um, now, of course, she's talking about crime, but it's also, like, a stupid crime ring. <laughs> like... <laughs> they made some drug out of petroleum um and they i don't know they made a fight club like all of it just seems like a five-year-old's idea of what a, a badass does um yeah i don't know all right um anyway big jim's like well i'm not married so uh, i don't know who you're gonna shoot and then junior walks in and he's like hey dad uh <laughs> and maxine's like oh junior hey um, your dad's so lovely, I'm gonna kill you. But she doesn't say that, she just implies it. And Big Jim's like, You stay in the house, 
do not open the door for anybody but me. You hear me? Don't let anybody in. Uh, she's the devil, Maxine. He actually says that. That's why the episode's called Speak of the Devil, because it's Maxine. Um, even though Big Jim is probably more of an evil person than Maxine. Uh, and, we'll, and yeah, we'll get to that later. Um, yeah. Anyway, I don't know if this actually happens next. Maxine's business on Bird Island, I assume, was just like laundry because she lives there. So she just goes over there. And then she's just sitting on the beach and her mom's corpse uh, floats over to her and she's like, no. And then she sees their, her hands were tied up and she's like, oh, no. Yeah. Probably the only person sadder than Maxine is Lindsay. Is that mom was probably one of the only characters she liked in the show. Um, oh, don't want to give a spoiler alert for um, episode ten and a half, part two. Uh, but anyway, yeah. Okay, so Angie comes over to Junior's house, and she's like, um, she's come to talk to Junior. Uh, Junior, meanwhile, has been told by his dad to shoot anybody who comes in. So it's another great scene with the Angie Junior dynamic. I wish I could show you it because it's it's really a great visual. But basically, it's just Angie at the door knocking, and then Junior pulls back the little curtain on the uh, glass part of the door, and he's got his rifle aimed at her face, and she's just like, ah. <laughs> it's honestly there's some good slapstick in this episode, <laughs> just comedic timing. Um, anyway, she's like. Uh, oh, by the way, every shot this episode, it, it has a wind machine in the background because of this fucking storm. Um, oh man, I'm, I'm swearing today. Gotta watch out on that. You only get, you only get one a season on Netflix. I don't know how many you get on a podcast. So, Angie basically is like, Junior, you gotta come back. And he's like, why? It's like, look at what's happening. The dome is angry at us. And... <laughs> You know, they look at the storm, and Junior's like, what the heck? Like, what's what's going on here? Uh, but yeah, it seems that if you disobey the dome, it will summon a mega tornado to mess you up. Um, now, here's an interesting thing. This affected the whole town. Um, later in the episode, you'll, like, here's at the hospital, they comment how a guy got crushed by a tree. Um, so the dome didn't really if it did do this to teach a lesson it didn't care that it was murdering other people I just want to get through to this like the dome is not a good person it's I don't know I hate when they say we've got to do what the dome wants or what does the dome think because the dome is sort of like Maxine it's a, it's a cruel toddler um, it solves problems by summoning tornadoes to intimidate people into listening to him um i don't know it's also it's also just funny to hear people just think that they know what's going on it's not just weather it's the dome i think it's angry at us i, I don't i don't get that part oh i didn't comment on this earlier but when, when angie and junior are fighting junior says so now i control the weather i, I really enjoyed that line Oh, so Joe and Barbie uh, drive Julia to the hospital. Even though they asked for Linda to help, Joe got there first because he was like, uh, Julia, you're the monarch. But, you know, she was shot, so he didn't get to say that. So they drive down to the hospital. Um, the nurse is there, and she's like, oh, I'll help. And then uh, somebody comes in and goes, Please, somebody, the tree fell on our garage. My husband was inside. He's not breathing. And it's like, okay, well, see you later, Barbie. And she just leaves. 
Um, Julia, by the way, was shot, <laughs> bleeding, probably gonna die. I don't know. You'd think they'd have more than one nurse at the place too. Like in the in the past few episodes, they've had like five or six people there. But no, they, I guess it got too windy and they couldn't come to work. Um, so Barbie uh, starts cleaning her wound, and Joe's like, "How did you know to do this?" And he's like, "Oh, I, I did this for my sergeant in the military." And Joe's like, "Well, what happened to him?" And Barbie doesn't say anything because that's another man Barbie's killed. He's a killer. Um, yeah, so Julia's not doing great. Um, there's a weird scene where Dottie's at the radio station. She's back this episode, and. Uh, you know, there's lightning with the thunderstorm, and then she goes, Lightning? I wonder if that changes anything. She, of course, got her engineering degree at the Frankenstein School of Science, uh, which understands the magical properties of lightning. Um, and yeah, it, it did change things. She can now hear outside the dome, and the military man said, Yep, that's Barbie. It's, it's him. So apparently the military's looking for Barbie. Maybe they know he's the, maybe he's their monarch. <laughs> Um, fun fact, this episode, I think I've had it wrong the whole time. It's Dale Barbie Barbara. I think I've been calling him Barbarossa, but they call him Barbara this episode, so who knows? Little corrections corner there. <laughs> okay, so the storm's still going. Um, uh, Joe and Barbie are still at the hospital, and then... Joe looks outside and he's like, Barbie, watch out! And a tree breaks uh, breaks the glass window. Um, for a bit of context, I would say that the branch is a small, wimpy branch. Um, and it comes about two inches into the glass. Now the glass shatters and there is wind. Um, but, you know, it would have it just been like tiny particles of glass bouncing off you. At the very worst, maybe like a, a small slice or something like that. Barbie responds to this by acting like a car blew up outside the window and jumping on top of Julia's hospital bed. <laughs> Julia, by the way, bleeding out, heart non-responsive, uh, or it was sort of beating, but then after Barbie jumps on her, it goes like... Oh, what's happening? Her heart stopped. And it was just such an overreaction. Like, I don't know, it felt like... It felt like if an airplane window cracked, like such a sudden change of air pressure would throw people around. But it was just like, it was like, really what it should have been like is if a neighbor threw a baseball through the window and Barbie leaped over onto a hospital bed. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Julia's not doing great. Um, things sort of work out, though, honestly. Uh, Junior decides, you know what, this is crazy this tornado I'll, I'll help angie out especially because angie said i need you um and then the tornado stops meanwhile barbie saves julia and then the tornado stops so who knows what it was um oh and then the nurse comes in and barbie's like hey listen i don't want to leave her but i gotta go take care of something so could you she and i are going anywhere and it's like okay sure until like a kid with a cough comes in and then you're like julia i gotta go I don't care about you. <laughs> to be fair, I wouldn't help Julia. Julia's the worst. Julia broke out of the hospital last time she was here. Um, maybe she's holding a grudge. <laughs> Big Jim and Barbie have a talk about Max. They're like, Max is a problem. But then Barbie's like trying to take the high road, and he's like, we're going to arrest her. I'm not going to kill her. 
and Big Jim's like, no, let's kill her. And they get into a debate. Barbie insinuates that Big Jim wants to be the king of town and that he wants a kingdom. I want something that I can build towards. You want a kingdom. And then you realize maybe Big Jim is the monarch. Like the monarch's a person, like a king maybe. Who knows? Is it Barbie? Is it Julia? Is it Big Jim? Is it Junior? Who knows who the monarch is? Do the writers know? I don't know. Well, they, they do now, but at the time, who knows? Um, by the way, uh, Joe is now convinced that Barbie is the monarch because he saved Joe in episode one when the plane was going to fall on him, and he saved Julia. Um, so he, he'll save us all. <laughs> Barbie is sort of a, our savior, is Joe's train of thought. <laughs> Maybe you're here to save all of us. I don't think so, bud. The monarch's a person. That person's you. Um, Big Jim and Barbie have some uh, criminal uh, plot lines to go through, so of course they go to the cement factory. Um, they sneak in. Max fi Max comes out from like a foot to the left of them, but off camera and is like, "Hello, boys. Drop your guns." So they, you know, they give her their guns. How about you take that gun off your daddy? Uh, yeah, they do that. Um, then. Uh, Barbie knew this would happen and he set off a timer to turn off the lights and so when the lights turn off he takes their guns um, yeah I don't know it's it's pretty generic anyway then it gets fun uh, they're like we're taking you into town and Maxine's like okay whatever and then Big Jim just shoots both her and her random assistant point blank killing them and then Barbie's like Jim what the hell and he's like they were they were trouble and now i'm gonna kill you and barbie throat punches jim uh knocking him out instantly and then pulls a gun on big jim to be like i'll drop your weapon like all that jazz because you know big jim was going to kill him and now linda shows up uh and linda's like oh my god first he killed julia and then he fled the scene and now he killed um uh maxine and I don't well I don't know who that other guy is he sort of looks like a stereotypical henchman but can't believe Barbie did that and now he's gonna kill known criminal Big Jim here's the thing Barbie is much more like convincing I'd say than Big Jim especially because Linda knows that Big Jim's a, a criminal and all that he probably could have talked his way out of this um, instead, when Linda gets close, Barbie knocks her out and then does like an action movie run just into the woods. Very Angie-like. <laughs> um, Linda is like... Stop or shoot! Barbie runs like 900 meters away. Um, and then Big Jim goes... Shoot that son of a bitch! You know, Linda fires off a few rounds and misses. Linda, once again, reporting directly to Big Jim. She doesn't like to make decisions without him, um, which is probably why she didn't arrest him. <laughs> yeah, so Barbie's on the run. Uh, Big Jim then has, like, a little news conference, and he's like, well, just over the radio, he's like, Today, Maxine Seagrave and her business associate, Otto Aguilar, were murdered, shot, execution style. Many of you may have known Max. She was a reputable businesswoman from Westlake. One person is responsible for all this. Dale, Barbie, Barbara. A warrant has been issued for his arrest. He's been charged with the attempted murders of Mrs. Shumway and myself. He's also been charged with the murders of Max Seagrave, Otto Aguilar, and Miss Seagrave's mother, Agatha. 
well, I killed them, and Maxine killed one of them, but I killed Maxine. But no, it was actually Barbie. Um, he's public enemy number one, and this is a state of emergency. Now, I don't, I don't know how he's going to hunt him down. There's no militia left in town. All the, the only police officers are Linda and Junior, who Barbie has now both beaten up in the show. Um, I don't know. I actually think Barbie could stage a one-man military coup on the town. Um, but he's on, he's on the run now. And potentially the monarch. A few more things happen with the Children of the Dome plotline. Um, they all meet up to be like, Joe's like, hey, Barbie's the monarch. And everybody's like, what? Why? <laughs> And Joe doesn't have a great reason. The tornado went away right after he finished sucking the air out of her chest. It was... Ew. And then Junior's like, no, I did that. Very confidently. And Joe's like, what? No, you no, you didn't do that. It was because Junior got saved. And Junior's just so deflated when he hears that it's Barbie. He's like, oh, not the guy who beat me up and took my lunch money. Come on, anybody but him. Um... Anyway, they decide, you know what, let's let's all go put our hands on the big dome and see what happens. We need to go to the dome. The big dome. If these stars are really us, then we have to go to the same spot on the big dome. And then what? I don't know. Stuff happened when we touched it together. The dome owes us some answers. And so they do. And they see this really weird scene. Um, big Jim walks up on the other side of the dome smiling which is already weird um he has like the such an ugly shirt on it's like a yellow see-through shirt so you can clearly see his like uh what i oh, what's the word it's not an undershirt it's like it's like an under vest i don't know it just looks weird um anyway as he's smiling he starts bleeding and then bleeding and bleeding bleeding out his mouth just bleeding all over junior is freaking out as as you would expect and then they all they all have one hand on the dome and then they look at their other hand and they're all holding bloody knives big jim has to die i think we're supposed to do it yeah so the dome is telling them they have to kill big jim um nori also weirdly says like or joe's like what the hell was that i, I thought we were coming here for answers maybe the dome's coming down nowhere did it imply the dome is coming down <laughs> All it said is kill Big Jim. And I, oh my god. Why do they have to kill Big Jim? The dome can make a tornado. Just make like a, I don't, I, make, the, do, the dome can do its own dirty work. It doesn't need these children to kill Big Jim. I don't know. Leave those kids alone, dome. <laughs> oh man. All right, that's that's most of the episode. Um, ah, shoot, I'm running out of time. I, I have a stand up in one minute, um, <laughs> so I can't. I, 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 I'm going to comment on this in another episode um, about how we're going to deal with the dome acting out and sending tornadoes at us. But uh, yeah, there was too much to cover in this episode. Um, this would be a good time to add a clip of Barbie sounding like he's in the happening when he's talking to Maxine. Just how sincere he is. Oh, with you. Max, you shot Julia. She was never right for you anyway. You're the one who's not right, Max. All right, well, hopefully that was a nice way to end it on. Uh, see ya. Bye from Chester's Mill. Bye. Hey, everyone. So I'm back, and uh, I wasn't going to do anything this episode, but 
There were some things that really, really made me angry this episode. Um, there was a couple really big ones, though. So I think uh, last time I did this, I called it Lindsay's uh, Gripes, and I'm going to come back to that idea. So here's another session of Lindsay's Gripes. Uh, episode 11, uh, I have three, three, four, three to four main gripes. Um, so just jumping right in there. Uh, the first gripe I have is uh, a scene between Big Jim and Junior. Single dad raising a kid. I did the best I could. But you still punish me for it. I know I have, but not anymore. Yeah, you, you don't need a lot of context. Uh, I really don't know if the writers were trying to just get some sympathy for Big Jim or if they were trying to just develop their relationship a bit more, but honestly, this scene just made me angry. Um, I, I honestly, I said out loud to Steve, I was like, if the writers wanted me to feel sympathy or feel bad for Jim, this is not the way to do it, because reminding me that he is Junior's dad just makes me pissed off at him. He is the worst dad. He's the worst dad. And you can't just be like, oh, he's a single dad and it's rough. It's like, yeah, there's lots of single parents out there, lots of single dads, lots of single moms, and it is rough. And um, currently, every single parent in this is basically a monster. Um, and yeah, so over it. Don't like it. Let's not talk about it again. Okay, so this next one has to do with Linda. Um, now, obviously, Linda is a terrible cop this episode. Uh, she makes a lot of dumb mistakes, uh, starting with listening to Jim and not just arresting him. Uh, but in my opinion, the biggest mistake she makes is thinking that Barbie shot Julia. So this whole idea of Jim's that, you know, convincing her that Barbie's bad, this could still have worked but without the shooting Julia part, in my opinion. Because, you know, he isn't a great guy. He did kill somebody. Like, there's so many other reasons to not like Barbie. But the idea that he's been living with Julia, he's gotten to know Linda really well. Linda trusts him a lot. And just randomly, for no real reason, he decided to shoot the woman he's been living with? That makes no sense. Um... Even if your idea is like, oh, you know, Julia found out about his past, whatever, it, it really doesn't make a lot of sense for him to shoot her. And then, anyways, you, you might disagree with me. That's fine. But where it's pretty undisputable that she made a mistake is this little tiny scene when Linda and DJ Phil go to the hospital and she says this. Julia's here, but Barbie's gone. They said that he took off at Big Jim. Could be at the cement factory. Get out. Come on, Linda. You're stealing my car. So, just to, in case you missed it, basically, they got there, they found that Julia was there, safe. So, oh, okay, so we didn't just shoot her and get rid of her body or something. But then, she apparently talked to the nurse there, because she said they said that Barbie left. So, it had to have been the nurse, because the nurse is the only one that knew that Barbie had had left, like, that knew that Barbie was there. She was the only staff member that talked to Barbie at all. And if, if Linda had talked to the nurse, then the nurse would have told her, oh yeah, he came in here and saved her life. So I don't understand why Linda thinks, like, shouldn't that be the end of it? Like, oh, we were wrong, Jim was wrong, like, he saved Julia's life today. Like, I don't know. I, I couldn't, that was just, ugh. 
I don't know. They put in the distracting DJ Phil joke, but it couldn't distract me from how ridiculous that idea is. And the only reason they even wrote that little scene in was because they had to have Linda figure out where Barbie and Big Jim went. But honestly, it was just frustrating. Okay, so my third gripe was about Maxime. Uh, R.I.P., I guess. <laughs> um, so basically, she hasn't been a great character at all, but the writers did her dirty. Like, they just did not end her on a good note. Um, this is a big pet peeve of mine when, you know, t- you take a girl that you've introduced as, like, this kick-ass, badass girl, whatever. And don't get me wrong, before I even start, um, I love female characters with depth. I relate to them, obviously, I'm a woman, but um, I also just find them very interesting. You know, how does a kick-ass woman behave around maybe a lot of men in a situation, or this or that? So having a woman, crime boss, whatever, cool, I'm for it. But she was just reduced to a sniveling ball of, like, it almost felt like they'd just been like, oh, she's hormonal today. Like, it just... Okay, I'm gonna play some clips... Tell me if this sounds like a a crime boss who is threatening people, or if this sounds like a weird breakup, maybe, from, like, a rom-com. You and me, though, we were good together. Well, it's a good thing you're a handsome brother because you sure are thick sometimes. What do you mean? I mean, I'm giving you a chance. She was never right for you anyway. I trusted you. You're no different from him or from anyone else in this town. I am a survivor. Right. To me, that just that just sounds weak. It sounds silly. Like, she's in the position of power with the gun. I really don't understand. I don't understand what they were doing with her character. And it, it, it makes me mad. It, it really does. <sighs> I have nothing else to say. She's dead. We're moving on. Anyways, um, the last couple clips. So, I do have one more gripe, but it's not really with the show as much as it's almost just with Steve. Um, so after listening to this episode of what he'd recorded for this episode, um, he mentioned that Maxime kind of sounds like a toddler, and now I can't unhear it. So I've uh, put together a couple clips off the top of my head of characters, not just Maxime, but a bunch of characters in this episode kind of just sounding like toddlers, starting with Maxime basically getting Jim and Barbie, and then immediately tattling on Jim to Barbie. Uh, and I even threw in Linda kind of sounds like their babysitter. <laughs> so here you go. Jim killed my mother, Barbie. I don't suppose he told you that, did he? He's gone nuts! He's lying to you! Back up, Barbie. Put the weapon down. Hope you enjoyed that. I just wanted to end it on a lighter note than all my gripes with the show. Uh, I do have some fun and uh, enjoy it. Anyways, uh, talk to you guys soon. It's over. Bye. Bye.